you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest. His name's Adam Pressier. He's from Presto Player and many other projects. You can also find him on YouTube at WP Crafter. Welcome back on the show, Adam. What is this, like the third time? Something like I, that. It's for sure the second. I'm thinking it could be the third. Yeah. I, I'm super stoked to get into it with you today because we both share a love for video. Um, we've been around video, doing stuff, courses, uh, making videos, doing video marketing, trying to help other people use video. Tell us at a high level, what's the elevator pitch of your video product called Presto Player? Oh my gosh. See, now you got me on the spot. You're supposed to prep me for this stuff in advance. <laughs> um, uh, Presto Player is so much, uh, but uh, uh, Presto Player is... Actually, elevator pitch. Oh my gosh, I, I, you've got me stumped on how to express this. Okay, but I love Presto Player. Presto Player is a video player for marketers and online course creators. Those are the primary users of it that adds some spectacular functionality to videos and really takes all the pain out of displaying videos on your website, or in this case, inside of your online video-based courses. And there's spectacular functionality, customization, options, tracking, all of it's in there. It's the complete package. That's awesome. And, you know, I hear the voice of the course creator, my customer in my head constantly. And I have some specific questions for you that I know they would want to know as Presto relates to online courses. But first I want to uh, thank you for you and your team integrating Presto Player with the Lifter LMS Advanced Videos plugin, which has stuff like, you know, making sure people watch the whole video and auto advance and things like that. So thank you for uh, thank you for that. I know the first question I'm going to get when I start sharing with people about Presto Player is, okay, well, how you said to use Vimeo Pro, so how is Presto Player different from Vimeo Pro? Yeah, so let me get back into just a little bit of the origin story of Presto Player and how it came to be. Um, so I was like, probably one of the earliest users of Lifter LMS, right? I think I was probably yeah. like, um, probably like the like early like adopter. The early adopter. Yeah, I was like yeah. the early adopter when it hit the re the WordPress plugin directory. I was the early adopter of it, and um, I had online courses of myself. And the biggest pain point was always. And uh, it was always related to video, like the cost of video. Um, obviously, you could use YouTube for free, but who in the heck would do that with a paid course, <laughs> right. right? With all the 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 branding of YouTube, uh, the the pain point for having an online based video course was always uh, video for me. And there's solutions that were either didn't have a lot of features. And they would be maybe like, I think Vimeo is in Vimeo, like, uh, I don't know, it's like 200 bucks a year or something like that. And I think they it's like plans. 300. Yeah. 
keeps going up. <laughs> um, and then there was other services I would try that would have some more functionality, but they would be unreliable and also very expensive. And I didn't like this myself. So one day I'm like, yeah, I'm going to solve this problem. And we released Presto Player in February of 2021. Right now, it's been 13 months and it's on 40,000 websites. So people are loving this thing, 40,000 websites. Um, now, Presto Player is, in its most basic sense, a video player, meaning you can bring any service you want to it. Uh, you can, say, um, have your videos on Amazon AWS or whatever. I don't like that. It's too complicated for me. But there's lots of super affordable services to place your videos. And we we have integrations with those. For example, one of them, uh, uh, an average user that has an active video-based course, they might it might cost them like one or $2 per month in actual usage. You're paying for the storage of your videos and uh, the amount of bandwidth that someone is consuming when they're watching your videos. But all in all, it's like fractions of a penny for each of these. And it ends up costing a user one or two dollars. So it totally solves the cost issue of having video courses and the reliability issue. But then with Presto Player, we add in a ton of functionality that you're not usually getting. So, for example, uh, in the online course uh, example, um, you might want to be able to see who's watching what and for how long, not from a global aspect, but from the individual student, we're tracking that. So, so, so-and-so, uh, if, if Chris logs into the website and watches half of your third video, you can see that users exactly what they're watching, how long they're watching it for. You can do some really cool things like this. And it goes much deeper than that, but that's an example for the uh, person that has an online course. That's awesome. And before we go deeper on that, why should somebody avoid hosting the video actually on their WordPress website itself? Like, cause that's the other, that's the other dream is like, well, can I just upload it to my website? It's probably a bad idea. Would you agree? It's actually a really bad idea. So uh, <laughs> yeah. there's two, there's two problems there. And one of them you could solve yourself, uh, but then the other problem still remains. So what happens is whenever you're creating a video, maybe it be an exported out of Final Cut Pro or ScreenFlow or whatever someone's using, your iPhone. These files are not optimized for web delivery. So what happens is there's a process that needs to happen where it gets transcoded and optimized. So it's a lot smaller of a file uh, and it'll play back more reliably. So that's number one. You would have to self-transcode uh, if you do that and you're still not gonna hit all the formats, right? The second thing though is the bigger thing is video is very sensitive. Meaning if there's a hiccup with your hosting, you're going to get a buffer and, and, and no one in today's day and age has the patience for any kind of buffering at all with anything like, like we have no tolerance, like a zero tolerance for it. And unfortunately that is very likely to happen when you self-host, um, that there will be a degree of buffering that, uh, occurs and it would create a really poor impression of your online course. So a way to think about it for the end user, it's better to have like a video place storage hosting kind of thing. And then a player on your website that makes the experience of consuming the video awesome, right? Like kind of separate those two things out. 
Yes. And then um, also integrates into everything that is going on on the WordPress site. So for example, if you just go do the Vimeo thing and then take the link in to the Vimeo video, it, there, there's not like contextual awareness on the WordPress site. Um, it's just an embed, right? It's just an embed. Yes. So yeah. like that tracking I mentioned where you, we can see who watched what for how long. That's just one tiny uh, example uh, of one of the features that we have. We have some spectacular features. Um, uh, so you can't, you don't get that. You just totally, totally lose that. So Presto Player being a WordPress plugin, we integrate it with everything. We want to integrate it with all kinds of automation tools it's integrated with. It's integrated with Lifter LMS. Uh, so we can do some really interesting things. That's awesome. And I know in my own research of Presto and, and being around this video challenges of course creators for a long time, I've seen you really surface the bunny.net platform for hosting. Can you explain to people what that is? Because I know when people first hear about it, they're like, what is that? I haven't heard of that. But it's actually really cool and it's actually really affordable. Can you like describe yes. it? So um, uh, bunny.net is what's called a content delivery network. Um, I shouldn't get all technical like that. All that people need to know is it's a service. And what you can do is you sign a uh, Presto player was made to seamlessly work with it for unbelievably reliable and affordable hosting and delivery of your videos. And it's all seamlessly done on your WordPress site. So essentially what a user does is they just go and set up a simple account at bunny.net. You don't have to pay anything for it, but you do have to give them $10 um, to start. And it's kind of like a credit that it draws down from. Uh, and then there's a little code that they put into Presto Player. Presto sets everything up. So now if you want to upload a video, you go into Presto Player on your WordPress website and you just drag and drop your video. So we don't even have to, we don't even have to go to, we just set up Bunny, make sure the account's funded, but we're actually, now we're just using our website, which is what people want to do. They just want to yes. set it and forget it, right? Exactly. Imagine, so to make it uh, easy for some people to imagine, imagine if Vimeo let you do that, right? I'm sure a lot of the users of Lifter LMS use Vimeo, but they're gonna start uh, being interested in Presto Player. Um, but I'm sure there's ton of those as well. Imagine if Vimeo allowed you to, um, uh, first just cost like one or $2 per month based on usage, number one. And number two, you would just log into your Lifter LMS lesson and then just drag and drop your video and it would automatically get sent off to Vimeo. And it's all done in this one place without you having to go here. And then there's a million settings here. And then you got to copy and paste this over. You don't have to do any of that. Um, so imagine that. So, uh, so there's, there's Bunny. .net, you just create an account there and then you take their AP. It's called an API code. We walk you through it. It's just one time thing, paste it in the Presto player. And now you could just manage everything from WordPress. And uh, really uh, the main advantage is cost. The cost is astronomically low. And that's why the, um, the cost of your video courses of the service for the video, the video service, it just ends up being so, so tiny. So, it's a metered service. So you pay for the, uh, per month for them storing your video and you pay per um, uh, the amount of bandwidth that's used, but everything's like half a penny, right? So if you have a gigabyte of videos, like for example, one of my video courses 
it's like two gigabytes. So with bunny.net, I'm going to have the whopping cost of one penny per month uh, just to store it there. One penny per month. Okay. Uh, and then um, the users, as they're watching it, that might be about a dollar, maybe a dollar 10 per month. So I'm in it for like a dot, like, like such small amounts of money. Um, and, and also pairing that with the convenience of having it all where you are in your website, you never have to log in there at all. That's awesome. And especially for course creators, often they want to validate, keep costs down. It just makes more sense than some giant like video hosting bill up front. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Just, and that's not me. I, I, normally in some things I don't like metered, but yeah. for video hosting metered is great. So like, say I, I'm excited about making my online course today. I go and get my Vimeo and, and I'm paying, you know, $25 per month, but I'm not launching this thing for four months. Well, I just paid a hundred dollars for what? Nothing, you know? And then say the other scenario, maybe you have a course and it's like the hottest thing for a year but then it's not hot anymore. And then you, you, you have to leave, you want to leave it up because people have paid for access, but people aren't really consuming it as much. It happens, right? Uh, you're still locked into that Vimeo bill, uh, but when it's metered, uh, you're, you, you, the, the costs uh, go dramatically down. And just to clear up for people too, you can still use Presto Player if you're using YouTube or Vimeo for your hosting, right? Can you explain yes. that nuance of the conversation? Yeah. So we have um, also, uh, you can, if you want to, ironically, we have a lot of users that still use Vimeo because they, they were already on Vimeo. They're not starting with Presto Player and choosing Vimeo. They're, they're already have Vimeo, but they want the features that Presto Player gives them. Uh, so they, they use the two together. So um, you just literally take the, the URL to, or the link to your video on Vimeo. It gives it to you and you just paste it in to Presto Player, and then you can benefit, uh, you can take advantage of all the uh, benefits that uh, Presto Player offers. Um, we haven't really gotten into some of those. I just talked about the one, right? You know, the tracking, we've got um, uh, timed overlays. Uh, we have uh, calls to actions throughout the video. There's just so many things that we have. We got a, we got a ton of stuff. I, you have something that somebody was asking me about the other day who was doing really long form content is they wanted chapter markers. So if you're doing giant videos, lessons are really long and maybe people want to go back or find something. What is that like? Yeah, so we actually have two, we, we introduced a new way of doing that or an alternative way. So uh, we have chapter markings and what that is, is um, you could put in a time code and then a sentence and you could put a series of these and these will be chapter markings. And then when someone's viewing the video uh, on the timeline of the video, there'll be little circles. Um, these are to mark these chapters. And then the student can just hover their mouse over one of those circles and see what that chapter is. They can click and go straight to that point in the video. And there's also a view to see a list of chapters. I like that feature. We launched with that feature, but we have something even better. Um, what we have is uh, 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 time timestamp links inside of your content. So say you have a lesson uh, for in your uh, uh, Lifter LMS course, and you want to just 
put your own little list of timestamps, right? I talk about this, 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 just like on YouTube, right? If you yeah. ever sit, gone to YouTube and you you go into the description and they see that, you can put uh, your own timestamps in there or hyperlinks that will take someone directly to that point in the video. That's it's really cool. cool. Let's talk about marketing a little bit because every course creator has to sell the course. And one of the best ways to sell is to have, you know, like a video sales page or whatever. What are some of the, you know, more marketing style features of Presto Player? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked because one of our marquee features is for marketing style sales page videos like that. And as a matter of fact, when you go to the Presto Player website, you see it right there. Um, so uh, that particular feature is, we don't have a fancy name for it. Uh, you could tell the developer came up with this name. It's called uh, Muted Autoplay. And so one day I was um, on the ClickFunnels website and I was on, I went, this was before we launched Presto Player. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. The video is playing but then the play button is there and then there's like subtitles and I, I haven't pressed play and I just can't keep my eyes off of this video. I want to click on play. Um, it's kind of like when uh, I think Facebook does this automatically, right? You're scrolling in your feed and then you'll see a video automatically playing with no audio. And then there's um, some captions there and you're just reading and watching the video. Well, that's our muted autoplay. So you can have your video playing but it's muted. And if you upload a closed caption file, it will start showing those in the video. So it's, it it's, uh, captures visitors' attention. And then you can put, uh, we call them overlays. So we have one that's a little arrow pointing to the play button. It says, click here to play. I tell you, when we, I, I see people using that actually all over the internet uh, with Presto Player. I go to their websites. We, we're going to be putting a list of uh, our users. They, everyone loves that feature because it's going to accomplish the first thing you're trying to do is getting someone to just push play on the dang video to find out what I got to say. So that's the first thing uh, that we're doing or that we bring to the table. And then we have some basic stuff like when you scroll down the page, the video will shrink to a corner if you want any corner that you want. Uh, we have um, uh, email opt-ins. So um, say you want to pause a video and force someone to give you their email or something like that to maybe continue watching the video. We've got that as well. Um, we've got call to action. So maybe at a time spot, you want to have a headline and a button that says click here to, you know, get this um, uh, discount or, you know, try the first lesson for free. We've got that in there. Uh, we also have uh, what, what we call the action bar. And so the action bar is a little thing that will appear underneath the video on a specific time uh, in the video. So you could say, I want this to um, only appear at this specific time. Uh, and you can have a message in there and a button call to action type of thing. Uh, so <laughs> we've got the features, man. We've got the features as well as some of the basic stuff where we drop a cookie on uh, the viewers when they click on, when the viewer clicks on play, we drop a cookie on their computer. So when they come back, they can continue where they left off. That's awesome. And you can, it just shows this is so well thought out because you're a course creator yourself. You're a marketer selling with video. So you're, you're building all the stuff that you wish you had from, you know, 10 years ago or something. Um, I want to also, you, you haven't mentioned audio yet. 
like there's people that do language learning and they're not really doing video or for whatever reason, they just have audio only content. Like what, what can we do with Presto and audio? Yeah. So that's one of our newest things we released in January of this year, 2022. Uh, we released an audio player. It was actually always in the plan. Uh, that's why we named it Presto player versus Presto video player or video player by whatever we called it Presto player. Cause we knew we always wanted to have an audio player as well. And so um my co-founder is it a uh like audio specific player or is it still look like a video with oh no it's audio specific and it is a thing of beauty my uh co-founder um he uh you you know him his name's uh andre uh andre gagan um gangon i'm always pronounce his name wrong um uh, i think you might have met him at the last word camp um excellent at user interface design. So our audio player is just a spectacular thing of beauty. So we took all of these features uh, that we have already built into our video player and we made an, uh, an audio player uh, and we, we brought all those features uh, into it and people are loving it. Um, that's where the, um, for example, the, the, timestamp inside of your content feature came from. We did it for the audio player, right? Because you figure like for podcasts and stuff like that, uh, someone would scroll through and there's like a transcript and it's nice to have a hyperlink to take the listener exactly to that spot. So that's actually why we uh, uh, built that feature. But, um, you know, there's plenty of video courses where, I'm sorry, online courses that either are a mix of video and audio or they're just audio. And so all the great features of the action bar, the time calls to action, uh, all of these things have been brought right on over into uh, the audio player as well. It's great for podcasts too. What's the sticky player? Is that like if you want to stick an audio player to the bottom of a page, kind of like a hello bar kind of thing? It, it'll do that when you scroll. Yes. So um, if you have lessons that are a mix of written content and the audio, uh, a listener can click on the play button, scroll down, and then it becomes a little sticky, sticky player at the bottom. So the listener can still have access to the controls to mute it, pause it, fast forward it, change the audio, things like that. That's awesome. Well, Go check out Presto Player. That's at prestoplayer.com. What do you see, Adam, as the future for courses? Or like where what needs to where are they going? What does the market want and need? How is the, you know, you've been in the space for a while. Like, what are you seeing as a course creator and also someone building tooling for course creators? Where is it? Where are we headed? What what are the challenges? What are the opportunities? Well, I think um I think the most successful online courses from a student perspective, not from uh, the course creator's perspective, right? Course creator, obviously you're in it to generate revenue or something like that if it's a commercial course. But the students, I'm talking about the students because that's really what a course creator needs to care about, the student. How do I get them to get the outcome? Really, I see the very clear direction that it involves community. 
<laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, building community inside of the course. Uh, that is the clear direction of where online courses are, are going for sure. Uh, they call them cohorts or something like that. You, you, yeah. That's a, another style of courses where you bring them in in groups. They're interacting. You get that interaction going. And then there's all this um, uh, value created there. I believe uh, uh, Lifter LMS has a few um, uh, pro uh, uh, features, uh, to help that along. So, uh, that is absolutely the, the future of online learning is replicating the, the in-person classroom. Uh, I think, um, that's my perspective. Uh, obviously that has nothing to do with video. Um, uh, but video does have a part to do with it, right. Um, through having, uh, like say live streams, Mm-hmm. Having a live stream for your your students where there's this engagement in this community going on, which would include a live chat. I think things like that, uh, if you ask me. Community is a big topic on this podcast, just at a high level. What I've seen you build community like Facebook groups and, uh, you know, really engaged audience on YouTube. What are some of your, you know, less obvious kind of counterintuitive tips around building community? Because you've definitely demonstrated that across multiple um, different channels. Yeah, you know, I'm so grateful for the community that that has been built around my YouTube channel and the Facebook group has 48,000 people in it now. And so there's a there's everybody wants a sense of community, right? Everybody wants to be a part of something, belong to something Uh, like we're in a day and age where like you go buy a piece of gym equipment and, and they say, join our Facebook group and they're building a community. Like everybody's trying to build a community, build a community. Um, uh, it can be a challenge. I will be honest um, and transparent. It can be a challenge uh, if you're a smaller course creator, you know what I mean? And you might not have a lot of students inside of your course. It could it could be a challenge to get people going back and forth. I think though, if you're the course creator, you have to create opportunities for community to be built. And I think those in, in what I've done has been like when I I used to do a lot of live streams, right. And they might be real unstructured and casual. I'm going live. I've actually done, (laughs) I don't recommend this depending on your brand. (laughs) I've done live streams where I start with a martini or something like that. By the end of the live stream, I don't even know what I'm saying. It's very dangerous. (laughs) I don't recommend it. Uh, But I guarantee you, everybody that participated and was there that day remembered that, you know what I mean? Because it was funny. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there and I'm getting more relaxed as I go along. So I think it's really being proactive in creating opportunities for people to interact because what ends up happening there is there's like a live chat, right? And people are chatting. So really what community is, is getting it to go from people asking you things to people asking each other things. You know, that's really where community comes in. Uh, But it has to start with you setting up those opportunities for people to ask you things, you know, and have spots on your website where people can engage with each other. But that engagement is being encouraged uh, and suggested. Did you have a specific comment or question about this? Uh, Enter it below. Uh, uh, Lift your LMS. You can enable... Uh, comments on the lessons, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So in your lessons, you should be saying, if you have a question specifically about this, uh, just ask it down below. Um, and then people will start answering people and then um, they might recognize each other's names. And then you have a live stream and then they recognize each. Oh, hey, I know that guy. Oh, yeah. I know this guy. You know, and you can even it's so easy now to have like a live events where you pull people in. Right. Just Zoom is as basic as you can get. There can be many people on Zoom. They can see each other. I'm in Zoom meetings all day long, and I'm sure you are too. <laughs> so I think use the tools that are out there and create the opportunities for people to uh, build a connection with each other. I love that. Um, one of the, just kind of the last question and to land the plane here. One of the things I admire about you is your ability to focus, but you also have shown to be like kind of a serial entrepreneur, like where you do multiple projects. So you've demonstrated the ability to successfully, you know, do a project and then do another one. Um, so how, what else are you working on that's related to course creators and more broadly, how do you stay focused when you need to stay focused, but also feed your, um, desire or need or creativity to, kind of work on whatever interests you and create more innovations and partnerships and things like that? Yeah, that's a big question. I know. <laughs> that, that's like your Larry King question. You know, what I mean? you know, Larry, remember Larry, I think he's passed away a couple of years yeah. ago. Larry King, the, the world's best like uh, interviewer. Um, so I think for me, what, well, today, I've got a lot of people around me, right? Uh, I didn't maybe three years ago or especially four years ago, but today I have lots of people around me. I have some of the best people around me. Uh, so, um, and I think I'm pretty good judge of who's good, who, who you want to align with and who do you not want to align with? You know what I mean? To make sure you choose the right people uh, to surround yourself with. So with all the projects that I'm involved in, I'm heavily involved in everything. Um, but I have a role to play and there's other people there that have a role to play. And as long as I play my role, um, doing what I love, uh, they're going to be able to do what their job is. So an example is, it's so funny. I saw like, a, an, uh, being on YouTube, you, 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 you just have people write mean comments, right? It's just, you mm -hmm. know, it's society. And, and they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't like Adam's products because he's not a developer. He's not the guy that makes them. <laughs> and so I was sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, I would want the product from the person that isn't the guy sitting there and making them because that's a developer and the developers make things for developers. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to claim it. I mean, this is how I see it. I see myself as like the Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs did not know how to solder things together and write code or anything. But Steve Jobs said, we're going to make an iPhone. It's going to have a touch screen. There's no buttons on it. And this thing's going to be dynamic. And it's going to be soft. He's the guy that said, this is what we're going to build. And you had a line of developers said, no way we can do that. And he's like, this is what we're going to do. Now get it done. Um, he set the vision. So... My role is to set the vision. So with Presto Player, these features, I'm setting the vision. This is what we need to build. I don't care. This is what we're going to build. You know, and of course, build a user story around it to make sure it's what our users want. But I'm able to, as I call myself the ultimate user, 
uh, meaning uh, after four, four, four or five years, actually it's been s- seven years now on YouTube, reviewing products. I've seen every product. I know what I, my gut tells me what is right and what's wrong in it. What could be better? Beautiful uh, user interface, user experience. Uh, these things are like a must in my book. So for me, I set the vision of the product. This is what we're going to do. Uh, another one of my products, Card Flows, um, we have a big release coming out in a week. Uh, so if you're watching this later, it's in the month of March. And it's totally going to revolutionize this product. And um, it was me that's setting the vision. This is what we're going to do. And our developers know how to develop, but every product needs a visionary to be able to say, this is what is going to delight our users. This is what our customers want. This is the problem they're experiencing. We're going to, we're going to solve it. It's going to be beautiful inside and out. You know, you've heard all the stories about Steve Jobs, dad, how he would do cabinet uh, cabinets in homes and things like that. And he would finish the inside part that no one would see that's up against the wall. And people would say, you're crazy. Like, why are you doing that? You know, that's like the software I, I, I want to make. I aspire to make it's beautiful on the inside and the outside. Um, and people love using it. So uh, that is my job. And that allows me to uh, set the vision for lots of different products. And so, um, you know, I've got other things, other projects coming out, a new e-commerce platform that when people see it, it's going to be the most beautiful e-commerce platform they've ever seen from a user experience perspective uh, and easy to use. So that's what um, all my software that I end up making must be super easy to use without having to watch an hour video or read documentation. And the user enjoys using it. Like, wow, this is, I I love this, this product. And that's the experience I want people to come away with always. That's awesome. You mentioned the word delight and whether you're making a course, a service or a, a product of any kind, like for a course, it's not just about them getting the content. It's that experience of being delighted. That's, that's often the most, most important thing. I want to thank you, Adam, for coming back on the show. Go check out prestoplayer.com. If you're a course creator and you're looking to take your video to the next level, to make it more polished, to use video in more creative ways to get sales and make a more engaging learning experience, check out prestoplayer.com. Adam's at WP Crafter on YouTube. Any other place to connect with you or final words for the people? Yeah, um, I also have a Facebook group. If you want to hop in there, um, it's facebook.com slash WP Crafter or groups does WP Crafter. Lots of products. Card Flows is for WooCommerce. It's amazing. It's going to give you that Shopify-like experience for people buying stuff. Presto Player, even though we've talked about it, we never said if it was free or pro. There's a free version, and a lot of the features we talked about are absolutely free. So if you want to use your YouTube, your video, your Vimeo video, it's free. Those timestamp links in your content, that's free. The audio player, it's free. We have a, a, a very robust experience there. Maybe that's why it's on 40,000 websites in only 13 months, right? Uh, because we try to be super generous with everything that we do. And the pro version's cheap anyway. It's only like 59 bucks or 60 bucks, I forget. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming back on the show, Adam. We really appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate you, man. I'm going to see you at the next WordCamp, uh, the US one. We'll have to hang out and get a beer. San Diego. We'll see you there. Yep. I'm an hour away. (laughs) Okay. 
And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.